0: Welcome to Oh, What a Marvel a podcast or a show on the Merc with Movie blog feed. I don't know if you guys can tell, but it's been a minute since I've done this. I'm I, I, I I'm not going to lie. I wasn't exactly prepared to introduce the show. And I just <sighs> kind of, I pulled back and I was like, what did I do almost half a year ago uh, when I did What If? But hello, I'm Sean, hello. this is Dean. Hello, Dean. You're my Good co-host indeed. for Moon Mid- Knight. Mid- look, I'm going to be real with you. I didn't put as much thought into the opening as I probably should have.
1: You you said everything. You hit all the buttons. It's fine. Did I?
0: Okay. I think Perfect. so. Um, but,
1: this is Moon Knight.
0: This is Moon Knight, which is a show I I did not expect to be watching in March. I I Man. kind of, I don't. I thought She Hulk was going to be first. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I really thought She Hulk was going to be first.
1: I, ne- I never. I never thought we'd see this. Like I always hope would get here eventually. That's true, Um, I guess. (laughs) And She-Hulk as well. They're just two characters where it's just like they're such distinctive comic booky looks. Like, I don't know how you could how you could translate them to to work on screen with either the white suit or She-Hulk, just like, do you do that CGI, do you do that practical? Like that's gonna be just freakish. And we haven't really seen much of She-Hulk, but anyway, we're getting off topic. We're getting wet but it looks so good. Moon Knight looks cool for the one second that we see him.
0: (laughs) We really didn't see a lot of him. Uh so we're gonna be talking about Moon Knight episode one. I'm gonna be real with you again. I was not completely prepared to be hosting the show. So if you guys will give me just half a second, I'm gonna pull up the credits really quick. This is Moon Knight Episode One. It is titled. I think it's called the uh, the goldfish conundrum goldfish or something, effect right? effect or something. The goldfish, the goldfish conundrum. If I can just boop boop, there it is. Yeah, After one, like the goldfish that. problem. I went too big. Problem. I went too big. I said conundrum. I think conundrum's a bigger yeah. than bigger than problem, right? I probably
1: conundrum is more complex. I think there's more like. I think you're right. Conflicting <laughs> moving parts to it. Whereas a problem's just like there's a there's an alligator in my way, but a conundrum fight, there's an alligator <laughs> in my way and I'm carrying a bag full of meat. You know.
0: I feel like a problem is there's an alligator in my way and a conundrum is alligator Loki is in my way.
1: <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> this is episode that one. Dude.
0: <laughs> episode one, The Goldfish Problem, directed by Mohammed Diab and written by Jeremy Slater, uh, came out yesterday, March 30th. Uh, Dean, what did you think of the first episode of Moon Knight?
1: Um so I like the opening. We get the um. Uh, I mean, I I say I like the opening. and it was it was cool, weird. But also, I'm cringing. I'm cringing, man. Oh I'm the shoes. Oh god, what? and the crunching
0: like, noise it makes whenever he's. St- oh no, 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 no. Why? No, no, no. Why would
1: you do that? No, why? I don't, like, no. don't want to yuck anyone's yum. I wish when it comes to religion. But if they're oh, actually glass in your own shoes, think about it,
0: please. <laughs> maybe maybe reconsider. Uh yeah, the glass on the shoe was uh was difficult to watch, but what an effective introduction yeah, to yeah, Ethan Hawke's character.
1: Yeah, the Bob Dylan opening. Oh yes. Um the really cool cinematography um which we get in parts of this. Um I'll get more into that later. I think there's, there's some jarring stuff with the, with the look and feel of the show.
0: Mm-hmm. But, I, um,
1: I overall, Oh, it was just trying to start. Go on.
0: Yeah, no. So I, I noticed that the jarring feel that you're talking about, I felt like there was a lot of, uh, I feel like there was a lot of use of shaky cam in this. I felt like there was a lot of handheld camera work in, in this episode that I really enjoyed. Um, I mean, I really enjoyed this episode. I've seen this episode three times. Um, I, I yeah, I watched it when I woke up Wednesday. I watched it when I got home with my family on Wednesday. And then right before I went to bed last night, I was like, I'm going to watch it one more time. And so I I've seen this episode 3 times and I've enjoyed it pretty much just as much each time. Um I haven't liked it more or less on on rewatches just I I what I think I really like about this and what really shines is the the it's like weird. It's like what is going on? You know, um I like that they really chose to tone in or tune in on. Um, on what's the personality that we're seeing at the beginning? Uh, Stephen. Stephen. Uh, um, I can't think of his last name. Um, Stephen uh, Grant, I think, Stephen right?
1: Grant, yeah. Is that it? Yep. Yeah. Uh,
0: Stephen Grant were really honing in on him and seeing his experience and framing this first episode around this experience as things start to kind of devolve around him. Um,
1: And this is really interesting, right? Because a lot of people are not familiar with this character, which is most people who are going to mm -hmm. be watching this show. Stephen Grant isn't traditionally the primary Moon Knight personality. Yeah, no. So that's a really bold move to come in through a different angle and just present this character in a completely 180 from how a lot of people who are reading the comics are used to seeing him. And presumably, the guy that we have moving forwards when he's more of a fully-fledged-like superhero isn't going to be this personality. This is No, I would assume not. I wouldn't not. think this would be the character that we're going to move forward with and progress with. So it's just really interesting way to, to come into it. But it makes sense, right? Because he's us because he, he doesn't know what's going on. Where yeah. some of the other personalities are kind of more in yeah. line with the other stuff going on,
0: and it's very effective time. in its usage yeah. of the of of this perspective. In like my favorite parts of the episode is when he falls asleep and he wakes up somewhere else, or something has happened. Like every yeah. time that happens, I'm j- it's like the the first time it happens. Obviously, he goes to sleep and he wakes up in like the Alps, and um yeah, I so. <laughs> which is cool but uh, it's cool but uh we'll talk about that sequence in a minute um the first thing i want to ask is is arthur harrow harrow arthur harrow um ethan hawk's character is he dracula
1: wow is that where we're going
0: i don't know dude he was in a castle in like some mountains and he has I mean, like a yeah,
1: cult he was, of he was villagers. But, like, so is the queen, Sean. You say (laughs) the queen's
0: Dracula? I'm saying that you can't prove that the queen isn't a vampire.
1: I'm not going to talk about the queen. (laughs) All all I'm going to say is I wish he was as cool as something like a vampire. (laughs) (laughs) But, no, I mean, I was trying to figure it out because he's... um... From my understanding, he's not not a character from the comics, at least in name so far, unless they do a switcheroony where he turns out to be something else that we know, just with a different, like, um, alias and whatnot. But all all I could think about the whole time I'm watching him is, is he doing an impression of Steven Seagal, (laughs) like... With, with like the, the, the Kung Fu, kind of the, the Wing Chun, whatever, you know, like the the kind of airy movements that he's doing and the the, the, the way that he's talking, the really quiet cadence and everything, the long hair. I'm like, this is Stephen Steven Seagal. He runs a dojo. I'm like, come on. That's all like, oh, I could think about when I'm watching Ethan Hawke in this thing. And it's not even starting Ethan Hawke because, you know, you said you weren't going to do it.
0: And what you did, I did I say it. I wasn't gonna do? oh oh, you- oh yeah, he said he wasn't gonna do a a marvel thing said
1: it was your shit, but what you really meant was it was shit that you were should get invited to the party. That's all you cared about, and now you're here and you're doing a Steven Seagal impression, which i uh, for some reason I'm all in I'm all in for it i w- I want to know more about this guy. really want to know what 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 the point of the glass in the shoes is what his connection is to the Moon Knight legacy Mythos and Scarab and, you know, and, yeah. and how all this stuff factors in.
0: I assume at some point we're going to go back and we're going to see all of what happened with, with Mark um, and how he became Moon Knight, uh, presumably, and we'll meet uh, whoever was on the other side of that phone. Uh, Layla, was that the name?
1: Yes. So I wanted to know who the other person in the phone was. Yes, the one there was other another agent- one. Like
0: oceaned
1: or something. Some really harsh sounding
0: Yeah, there was oh badass f- name. I can't yeah, I can't think of what the name was, but there was another name on there. What if he had been scrolling through and it just said like Peter Parker? Like <laughs> just yeah. like oh wait. It's a reference. Um uh, speaking about this kind of Ethan Hawk, we're in the we're in this like weird village with like the like a village out of like resident evil or something where everybody's like
1: yeah
0: remember this cult um
1: jonestown
0: yeah i love the the judgment thing that's cool when it's like (laughs) when it's like swinging and then the the uh, on the, the tattoos on the arm or whatever are judging people
1: but then what is it doing because Obviously, the woman who gets the bad he's bird a it, He's a vampire!
0: It's Dracula! And then he sucks her life force. He's got hand suckers like Morbius in the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. And he's... I'm telling you. I'm telling you he he's He does Dracula. kind of
1: look like hes he could be Morbius's older brother who's, like, <laughs> surfs and is in a band.
0: Remember when <laughs> we spent all of WandaVision waiting for Mephisto to show up? That's gonna be me with this, but I'm waiting for it to be revealed that Ethan Hawke is playing Dracula.
1: I mean... I'm trying to think because I'm like right. So he's got like a scale themed, justice theme kind of. Is it like a karma mm-hmm. thing? You know, because he's kind of looks like he's got some of that eastern, you know, vibe going on with the with the robe and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm like, you know, is there is there a we got Moon Knight? Is there like a sun person? Mm-hmm. Like, well,
0: I, I think they're actually. I think people thought that he was playing. Um... A character
1: called the Sun King. Yeah, see, I've not heard of that, but I don't, uh, I don't know what that means.
0: But I also think that was refuted. I think, I think, like, I I think that was the initial like theory as people were saying he was playing the Sun King. But I I I,
1: to a non comic book person that would sound pretty lame. We're like, oh great, we got Moon Knight fighting the Sun King. How original! You know, my guess.
0: Is this is an original character? I'm gonna wait for it to end up being Dracula, but I my guess is this isn't gonna be anybody from the comics. If
1: he's an original character, they're gonna somehow they're gonna connect him to something else. He'll be working. He's gonna get bitten
0: by Dracula.
1: He's gonna get bitten by Dracula, (laughs) or he's gonna be working for some kind of bigger entity. (laughs) He working for that's gonna connect into like you know like Dracula or Cthon or something like that. You know, I think he'll tie into somebody else, but I don't think he ain't nobody.
0: While we're getting He's way even ahead even of ourselves more. and speculating completely irresponsibly, uh we see in Blade in this show, or we see in Black Knight with Jon Snow, like what's like While we're talking, you know, we've we've got this awesome show that is so separated from the Marvel Cinematic Universe and it's very independent, standing on its own so far in this first episode. It's not really doing a bunch of references to the blip or anything. So let's just go ahead and start speculating about how we can drag that back into line and just take everything special out of it and just shoehorn some other characters in.
1: I mean, there was a quote, I believe, not long ago, where they said somebody said that we, we might get Blade quicker than we thought we would, or something. Did somebody see, say I that?
0: Feel, I feel now. What if if he's Dracula, then Blade better show up? <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I is that a yeah. quote from like the director or um from Deborah Chow know. or, or really one know. of the writers or something? I have no um, idea. Um, so maybe we get him a multiverse of madness, maybe it's something
0: like this, but it's Wesley Snipes. I uh, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be hilarious if at the end of this show I markers or Steven, whoever's in control, is standing in front of like some I don't know, what kind of weapon does Moon Knight use? Does he use like a staff he a, or something? He's got he has a staff, he has crescent blade yeah, like, battery yeah. and things. And he's like, he's like, I'm gonna oh. Am I ready to be Moon Knight full time? And we just hear, are you sure you full want to do time. that, Mr. Grant? From the <laughs> Every Blade appearance before his own movie is just off-screen talking to the character. <laughs> are you sure you want to do that, Mr. Grant? Like <laughs> or Mr. Spectre, whoever.
1: <laughs> I mean, who's the other person? Because there's more than just two personalities in the Moon Knight. Um Lexicon Lexicon <laughs>
0: I don't know what other personalities we're going to see. I, I kind of sh- hope we see quite I a few. I
1: know this I've been I did read I've I've, I've read some some stuff like you yeah. know not just in prep for this but just okay. in general and there's there's always like three or four different personalities like and probably by villain yeah stuff. like the victims all live in his head and mm. you know at one point, he thinks he's Captain America and Wolverine and Spider Man. And speaking There's of so victims... many places they could go with that, go on. Yeah,
0: I was say speaking of victims, uh, he's killing people. Um, and they yeah, say he... they say they this isn't like Captain America hit that guy really hard on the head with the shield, but he's gonna be okay. They're like, he killed three of our guys. Like, uh, yeah, Moon Knight's killing people,
1: which. So do you think like, because we, we get the hints throughout the episode of like Conchu's talking to him. I love the voice.
0: Oh, the voice of with what, Conchu is so good. We
1: presume to be Conchu. F and Murray Abraham,
0: got... I, I believe is the voice yeah. of him. Mm-hmm.
1: And then you've got Mark Spector who is presumably the, the one who's running the moon Knight side of things. Yeah. Um is, is how it's presented to us. So is he just, Is Mark Spector still just, like, a bad guy? Or is Moon Knight just, like, just trying to help him but he's kind of, like, going too hard and just murdering everyone? Like, is Stephen Grant, like, the good personality and Mark Spector's the bad personality? Or is it the Moon Knight personality that is the morally questionable entity, you know? I believe,
0: I believe in the comics, Mark Spector is a mercenary, right? He's an
1: well, this is the thing, he's an ex-mercenary who's now just like your kind of regular, like gritty, you know, emotionally unstable anti-hero. Mm-hmm. But he's still trying to be a hero. The the Mark Specter personality at least, even though he does kind of go a little bit hard sometimes, but he doesn't kill people. So <laughs> he's Is is Mark Spector still a mercenary where we're meeting him now, or is he just killing people because he's possessed by a a moon god? (laughs) You know what I mean? Is Moon Knight actively trying to be good, or is that something that he's going to have to figure out as he reconciles the personalities along with it?
0: How far into the Egyptian mythos do you think we're going to go? Because unfortunately... Um, <clears throat> I did not read Rick Riordan's uh, Egyptian God series. I only read Percy Jackson. So while I recognize, you know, the Greek gods from Percy Jackson, I'm not super familiar with their Egyptian ones.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not overly well versed in Egyptian gods either.
0: I mean, they talk about the pantheon a little bit, or at least go like into the... it.
1: There's seven of them, six of them. Well, there, I, I think he's.
0: He says that there's uh there's nine, and that uh the poster they put up in the museum had seven, and he was making a big point about how two of them weren't on it to uh, his boss Stephen Grant was. He was like the marketing department left off two of the of the members of the Ineo or or something. Yeah,
1: so we so presumably one of those is Konshu and the other
0: other one one is, is
1: represented. By the Ethan Hawke uh, cult people, and the
0: uh, I meet or I met I meet. It...
1: So is that why they're left off? Because they're they're not like because they're actively like being avatar in real time, so that in so when he looks at them, he's not seeing them there because that's his brain's way of trying to you know telling him what's going on that's giving him the clues Is that what's happening
0: i <laughs> dean i have no idea what's happening him. he's
1: being fight clubbed <laughs> as a verb um yeah
0: yeah I, I about I was, yeah, I've got no idea what's going on with <laughs> with the missing <laughs> pantheon stuff. I have no idea if that's relevant. I have no idea what's happening in this show. Um, I do want to talk about the um the one action sequence that is kind of really there's one a- action sequence where kind of a lot happens um
1: well, the, the, and... the car chase
0: yeah, the car chase so <sighs> they tried really hard and you know the car chase in theory is like cool right it, yeah. it's a cool car chase and like the camera work is good they might have the rushed really the cool show looking the road way. yeah they might have rushed the show out a little bit because some of the cgi in that chase sequence um
1: yeah I, it was it, bad yeah i agree you, you got it had all the elements um but it just felt like it was slightly lacking like i don't mean, know if it was just the momentum or the editing or because i didn't really pick up on like the, the bad cg that much
0: oh i there's one bit where a dude jumps like they're like driving behind him and they're trying to jump the guy that jumps into the van and he like oh jumps yeah on, he oh. does
1: kind of come out of nowhere
0: Oh, it looks really, the the trees coming down the side of the cliff, it looks, it's, yeah. the CGI is pretty rough in quite a few places during that sequence, but, it's, what's up dude, but, it's cool as hell, because we do get the bit where they're struggling, and he's trying to knock him out with like a bunch of cupcakes or whatever, and then he yeah. like, he passes out, and when he comes back, he's got a gun in his hand, and the dude is, okay, so let's talk about like, the violence in this show, oh my god.
1: There's implied violence for sure. There's implied um, violence.
0: It's not as bad as Daredevil or whatever. It's not as violent as Daredevil. But there's right. some blood in this show. Like, when he is getting like mobbed by those people in the village and he, like, switches identities or personalities and comes back, and his hand is covered in blood. Like, there's a lot yeah. of blood on his hands.
1: You, do you think... How do you think they handle this? Because it's kind of weird, right? Because sometimes they're using the personality switch as, like, narrative, you know, just like Mm -hmm. it's just like a transitioning device Mm -hmm. for the narrative or sometimes they're like almost playing it for like comedy, like, oh my god, I don't know where I am, oh no, I'm driving backwards and then other times they're using it to like really like be serious with it and i just like, are they you think they're walking the line well with that, you know I just feel like they're being precarious
0: They're walking a tightrope for sure. Um, I like how they've used it so far. I'm actually a little bit worried about what it's going to be like when we start getting all the different personalities and we stop cutting away when he switches because I think that keeps the episode speedy. I feel like the episode yeah. moves because we keep having these frequent like what the fuck is going on? And when we get to the point where he switches and then we follow the other personality, I'm a little worried that'll bog the slowdown. Bog the slowdown. It'll bog the showdown a little bit. Um and I don't, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen with that. But that I, I like the way they used it in this episode so far.
1: Because at this point it's basically like the defining like trait of the character is kind of all we really have to latch onto, and because we because of the way that it's handled, obviously we're cutting away from the action, so we're not seeing it, which is really you know bold. Um, but also as a casual audience goer, you don't you know you don't know what it is we're missing. Obviously, yeah. we kind of can pull it together like, oh, okay, he's Moon Knight. He's you know he's got staff. He's got crescent darts. You know he's doing this. He's jumping around. But if you're just a casual viewer, you don't know squat about what's going on in that time. I kind of felt like maybe they should have given you something up top, like an opening scene where we see like a full or at least get hints of like a full Moon Knight in action scene. So then we kind Mm -hmm. of know where he's kind of going and we're not just like chopping the crap out of an action scene. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know, it's bold because, you know, I'm not saying that we need like non-stop balls to the wall action it's just, you know, we kind of need to have something to kind of just contextualise what, you know what he's dealing with so we can feel the stakes a little bit more when he's sticking a cupcake in somebody's face
0: <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, which if is Moonlight... a funny
1: moment, but sorry, whoever wrote this, <laughs> and I Oscar Isaac does a pretty good action. It's one of the better ones that I've heard. <laughs> but never, never in my experience as a human being <laughs> has an English person used the word cupcake.
0: Oh, is that a no-no? I we it's a muffin. Or it's oh, a fairy oh, it. cake. Shut up. Shut up. All right. So I'm not comment, joking. Anyone else out
1: there would right, to dude, say that they hate Stop talking cupcakes. about
0: your weird British calling cupcakes muffins. You're wrong, and you should feel bad about it. But this is a good comment, and I want to talk about it. It says, if Moon Knight ends up working with the rest of the MCU universe, and when Deadpool ends up coming to the MCU, I want to see them fight each other like in the comics would be insane. That's true. Also, I feel like the only place you can ever get... Okay, so everybody knows about the memes, the Moon Knight memes that are not real but like people, people like edit Moonlight Night's dialogue from the comics. I, I feel like them. that would be in a Deadpool movie, don't you? I feel like in a Deadpool movie, if we, that's where we'd get like a scene where Moonlight's like, I, I, "Where's Dracula? That fucker owes me five dollars or whatever." You know, like. <laughs> like I do really want the panel eventually, where um, it's Moon Knight and Spider Man standing together. And Moonlight's like, hey, I just like spaced out for a minute. What's going on? And Spider Man's like, just punch whoever I punch. And Moonlight's like, all right, got it. <laughs> <laughs> like that that kind of interaction would be fun. But I do think I I, I do think seeing Ryan Reynolds uh God, because Oscar Isaac has some really good comedic chops. Um
1: He's so great in this. Yeah. Like, so he really does a good job of the action, which isn't hard to do. I feel like there's a couple of dodgy bits that are probably more to do with the writer or the director and the choice to make him like it's that weird, like it's that like a feminine Dick Van Dyke mm. tone that they always yeah. got to go for. Yeah. Why do we? And I get that we want to separate him from what presumably is like a hard mercenary badass character that we're not going to meet yeah. yet. <laughs> But why has he, it always got to be the Dick Van Dyke? <laughs> he's like, or he's doing a Rami Malek impression.
0: How do you feel about the fact that when he's the useless, uh, to quote konshu parasite persona, um, he's got a British accent, and when <laughs> when it's just when it's Mark talking to him through the mirror, he seems he to have like kind a of. a... boss. He sounds like kind of like I feel like he kind of sounds like uh he's got something of an American accent going on, and when he's yeah, talking he into sounds the mirror, fucking sick. He sounds how does, great. How does how does that uh, how does it make you feel, Dean? Well,
1: this is what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> why have we got to be the slightly effeminate, emotionally unstable one, and then your guy's like this fucking GI Joe? <laughs> Don't
0: worry, I gotta, I gotta do. You
1: gotta give fucking me control. Hard hitting, fucking Kurt Russell. <laughs> you know diamond chin fucking badass
0: now I wanna do mean, an edit where Dean, you're in like a bathroom and we like do some we have somebody like banging on the door and you look in the mirror, and I'm there, and I'm like, Dean, you gotta let me take control <laughs> <You> gotta, <laughs> Dean, that guy's coming in, and I gotta take control
1: <laughs> yeah that's that's it it's just it, you're just trying to take control um yeah, we're being oppressed Everyone... <laughs>
0: okay well i I don't know if you noticed dean but <laughs> England it's, a, it's
1: a metaphor for colonialism
0: <laughs> oh and you would know about that wouldn't you dean <laughs> <laughs> um i i do really enjoy that sequence we're talking about with the mirrors at the end there i think that was probably the best use of and i hope we get more stuff like that like that entire ending when like he walks by that one reflection and he stays behind and like ugh. that's the really cool stuff i want to see more of that i want to see them finding ways to have the different personalities have a conversation in the real world like that yeah all of that
1: stuff man like the really moody you know you know like the psychological thriller looking stuff is great but then like the car chase and some of this other Mm. stuff is just shot like fucking day glow like it There's this certain look, and I don't want to besmirch the the movie, but there's a certain, like, Russo Brothers look that kind of Mm -hmm. came about between Winter Soldier and Civil War.
0: Yeah.
1: A lot of the Marvel, especially the street level stuff, kind of just... like Ant-Man really takes it as well. Ant-Man took it, Falcon and the Winter Soldier took it, Hawkeye took it, and they all have had, like, little splashes of their own, like, little kind of versions of, like, the flavor, different flavors, you know, that they can do, and I just feel like they need to keep each show in its in its style. Keep this whole thing looking creepy, you know.
0: So and it I feel like
1: just feel like that.
0: I feel like Loki is really the only show that did not end up devolving into.
1: Yeah, Loki kept that like monochromatic kind of yeah saturated look um, throughout the whole WandaVision... thing
0: did it a little bit at the end when when they started fighting in WandaVision it, it kind of went a little into like the the Russo like, Brothers yeah, style
1: you know what the more I think about that I um, I think everyone's way too hard on WandaVision for that oh it's like, I agree we got, got like six episodes of like really cool you know di- you know really tasty mystery like yeah no I, I agree that we really and then we got like one and a half episodes of like you know classic Marvel flying and laser blasts, yeah. like, but we fucking earn that. Like yeah. we got yeah. ev- you got everything else, and then you got that on top of it. Don't like don't complain that somebody put whipped cream on your apple pie. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what a fucking
0: what a statement. Um. So I I want to to finish up our conversation about this this action sequence. I do want to I do want to point out that um. I just, I feel like I was watching that chase sequence on the road and uh, all I could think was the opening kind of flight fight th- sequence from Falcon and Winter Soldier where he takes on the helicopter. I could only yeah. compare it to that and it did not hold up uh, favorably uh, compared to that sequence in Falcon and Winter Soldier. I just, I thought the VFX uh, for, for this first episode were, were kind of not all there. Um
1: yeah, I do want to talk sure. about
0: because uh, uh Josh just hit me with this and it's a good point. It's a point I forgot, to be honest with you. Because and I can't believe I forgot it because it's the most important character in the entire episode. But the gold dude, the gold dude? Oh, that's yeah. why Josh wanted me to talk about it. Josh was like, You should bring up the gold dude because he had a picture. I see your I see your secrets, Josh. Look at him. Look at that, look at that face. Is- so who is that? Who's playing him? Does anybody know? No No? idea. You got no idea? Is that like, an important character? Like that was- it it felt important, right? Or did it feel like like a bit?
1: I assumed it was supposed to be a statue of some kind of like, fucking American historical figure or- or some kind of, you know- Why
0: would it be an American- he's in London! Why would it be an American historical figure? Good point. I was <laughs> just a historical figure. <laughs> like, oh, like you took a second to think about it, and you were like, "No, you, you're right." I don't,
1: because I didn't recognise him. That's why I don't know who this fucking guy's supposed to be. I thought maybe some explorer who fucking did a lot of Egyptian-themed exploring. I don't know. You know, is he
0: I did like that little dynamic. I hope we see him again. I like the idea of the only friend that, like, Stephen has is the one that can't talk back to him.
1: Well, I uh, love how he's sitting there. Um, he's talking to the statue, and then the, the family asks him to take a picture, and he takes the mm-hmm. picture, and then he asks them for a tip. Yeah. And I'm not sure if he even sits there for the reason of taking pictures for people. Did no, he just he, think? Off the top of his head, oh, I might as well ask for a tip. Like, is that part of his like, mercenary, a good person. like brain coming out? Like Oh no,
0: I was gonna say that Steven's a good person, and Steven is gonna be like, I I like I think Steven is a nice a nice guy like he but why he seems like... them for the picture that's what i'm saying Well no but you're supposed to leave a tip in that kind of scenario right whenever talking to his friend he's not a picture
1: taker Yeah
0: but he's not taking a picture and i think he was just talking to his friend and he was like hey don't 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 walk away from my friend without giving him money come on dude like you just took a picture with him be be chill I don't think he sits there for the express reason of like i'm going to take pictures of him with people and get them to give them the money or whatever but i do think it was but... just like him kind of being like, hey, don't be an asshole or whatever. Because um, that gives me the vibe of who Steven is. Is he seems very much like... I don't think he even comes it, across as being like, don't be an asshole. I think he genuinely is just like, oh, I don't know if you forgot, but you should leave a tip. Yeah. Because that's the nice thing to do or whatever, you know?
1: Is the, the, um, the vibe of the character and the aesthetic of this movie, does it... Is it is it just me or does it scream Joker to you?
0: <laughs> like oh,
1: I feel like this is just like oh. one small step from being Arthur Fleck. Fucking, oh my god, it kind of does give nice me watching. Being nice to the lady Phoenix. on the tube train, yeah, it is very. It's like an English Arthur Fleck.
0: <laughs> it's the English ver- version of the Joker. Yeah, How does that story end? <laughs>
1: um. I'll tell you when I die um... <laughs> <laughs>
0: That was the edgiest thing I've ever fucking heard that was incredible that was really good um, I'm trying to think of some other scenes in this that I that I uh, uh, Apparently that his name is Bertrand Crawley, which I don't know if that's like a character in the uh, in the comics or something, mm. but the actor is Sean Scott uh, who I am looking at right now on Wikipedia, and I don't, I, I don't recognize. It looks like n- nothing like super. Yeah, it doesn't look like there's anything super um, recognizable for him. No. But I, I'd like to see more of him. Uh, I'm, I, I, I enjoyed that little bit. I thought it was funny. I, I'd like to see that relationship kind of evolve a little bit you know uh,
1: what relationship i don't want to see evolve a little bit
0: what fucking
1: donna go fuck yourself donna you horrible horrible prick who is donna the uh the, the boss the, the mu- yeah the museum lady she's i don't like her you think she's, she's evil like clearly having a nervous breakdown just like here have a fucking handful of stuffed toys <laughs> you prick it's just like
0: what do you, do you think she's like evil do you think she's got one of those tattoos
1: she has got her because they really like she's just relentlessly that's, brutal to him.
0: That's the episode five reveal. She's Dracula! Oh.
1: <gasps> it was Donna all along. It was <laughs> She's gonna bust into a song. It was
0: Donna all along. Yeah, exactly. Um You think she's the like, he... I'll
1: put you back into inventory, it's like that's what I do all the time anyway. Yeah,
0: just... leave me alone. Do you think uh do you think uh the mom is alive? The one he keeps calling?
1: I mean, probably not.
0: Yeah, but right. But again,
1: this is fucking Joker. Like,
0: yeah.
1: it's just like, you think he's been talking to the mum all the time. You're going to find out that he's just leaving voicemails.
0: Yeah. She's been dead like, for, like, years. That's the thing with
1: this show, man. It's like, they want it to be, like, this cool, like, Fight club e mystery. But we know from the get-go, because it's we know it's a superhero show, so we you can't keep the mystery that you know you can't market it like it's not a Marvel show but then it secretly turns out to be a, market, a Marvel show they're not going to do that you can't do like be...
0: Unbreakable or Split
1: you can't do Unbreakable or Split with this because you know the show's called fucking Moon Knight it's not <laughs> it's called... Grant. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then yeah, like it's...
1: you find out that it's so like all those other little things it's like yeah we know that he's probably not the prime personality we know that the mum that he's talking to is probably not alive and it kind of just sucks the wind out of the show. You can't really do it in that in that way as much as you'd like them to. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do think it's, it's going it's to work. Frustrating.
0: I think it's going to work for the general audience, though. At least I hope it will. I do think the people that aren't familiar with Moon Knight and don't realize that this entire thing is like based around yeah. the multiple personalities and all that. I do think that it will probably work better for them. But for the rest of us, we're kind of just waiting. We're kind of like, yeah, we we know. We kind of know what's going to happen here. You know, I guess not. We don't know what's going to happen, but we know that like this dude goes around in a night is Mephisto. That's true. Uh, Josh, I I really need you to stop posting things from my fan fiction. I sent you that (sighs) in confidence. And just you pulling just random sentences from it is kind of is yeah. kind of breaking the trust. Uh
1: but it's just hard it's just hard to be satisfied when like you're kind of entrenched in the stuff and you you're you're waiting you know what you're waiting for. It's different to like the WandaVision comparison again because like you know that like what her powers are because you've already exposed to her from the movies. So you know straight away from the get-go because things are so obviously different with the sitcom thing that you know there's going to be that flip whereas in Moon Knight you're kind of hovering over the line the whole time. So you're not getting either of the like the weird, quirky stuff that's like unique to that character and you're not getting really much of the superhero stuff either. Yeah. So I just feel like it runs the risk of feeling underwhelming and i could have i could have done with either one a little just one degree one way or the other you know
0: yeah choose kind of a tone and choose a, a, a uh what the show is it seems a little confused about its identity um which i i kind of feel like that's something that a lot of these marvel projects sometimes feel like they they do i mean before we went live we were talking about hawkeye i think that was before we went live and how Hawkeye yeah. felt a little confused. It's an in its identity, and um, I think Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, had that a little bit as well. Um, yeah, I, I, I,
1: I I kind of feel like it worked better for um, Falcon and Winter Soldier because that is just out and out like a street level I, action I think adventure it better, show. Yeah. Whereas stuff like this and like Hawkeye, they kind of teeter between like two slightly different tones. Whereas Falcon of Winter Soldier was a fairly like by the book tone, but it was at least ran Yeah. Pretty, no, that's true. That's pretty true. Pretty solid all the way through. That's that's the thing that I'm having. So if people are coming into this thinking, oh, this is gonna be like a psychological thriller version of a Marvel thing, and then half of it isn't that.
0: Yeah. And They're
1: then gonna, the other yeah. people want the superhero thing and half and well, 90% of it isn't that, you know. And can we talk about how does he get back from the Alps, right? Because they play (laughs) that for a laugh. They play that for a laugh. But in all seriousness, like, he didn't get fired. Like, the boss already hates him, and he managed to get back in time for his next shift. Like, that's presumably, like, a 12-hour flight or something. Does he have a passport? Like, what were the logistics of that? Like, and it makes... It's funny to talk about, but also it does kind of suck the stakes out a little bit. It's like when he's, he's dealing with this mental illness, where's the impact on his life? If you're waking okay, up yeah. halfway across the planet, yeah, like, then that's going to actually cause you problems. You okay. know, like, let's see how he copes with that. <laughs> you know, let's cringe. not do the Dark night Rises and he just appears back in Gotham City when dun, it's supposed to be impossible dun, to get
0: in. duh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, you said Dark Knight Rises, and I just started thinking of the music. Um, yeah,
1: I just Moon Knight like does have a halfway across the planet. I mean, yeah, I mean he does have that stuff in the comics, but again, we don't know if he does.
0: <laughs> Give him a, um, I want the moon copter.
1: He's got I don't a whole. Know, uh, <laughs> it's a He's got like a whole array of like moon oh, dude, themed vehicles. I
0: want a moon it's- motorcycle that is like half of General Grievous's motorcycle <laughs> thing but it's like a crescent it's it's just the bowl it's like a bowl Is he's driving on like a bowl motorcycle i want that
1: yeah, he's got like a moon plane like a crescent shaped <laughs> fucking plane like a boomerang but flying through the sky he and he literally he doesn't even, he doesn't land it he literally just like <gasps> ramps it into the side of being <laughs> shielding <laughs> oh whoa just, oh like, no. It, there's some fun stuff, yes. There's probably M- a crescent copter as well. I would not be surprised.
0: A moonerang. A moon <laughs> <laughs> Where? Yeah, so that- we ended the episode with him beating the shit out of the, like that monster thing. So, is Where... that
1: supposed to be Werewolf by Night? Is that what they're going for? I don't think so. I don't know. Is don't that something so. else?
0: I think that's some weird other thing.
1: Because Will we see Werewolf see by clearly. Night in this?
0: Because it's coming Werewolf... at the end of the year, right? They're filming it right now? But
1: because this is what I'm thinking. Because they're like, because in, the, um, in the Moon Knight comics, he, Moon Knight's hired to take out Werewolf by Night. So, I was thinking it'd be a cool twist if in the show they hired Werewolf by Night and they used him to try and. Get Moon Knight, yeah, which is why, I th- which is why I thought that might be what it was supposed to be, or some kind of version, or just play on that. Mm-hmm. But it would make sense. I mean, or or do you just do the mo- um, the Werewolf by Night special and have Moon Knight be the ca- the cameo that pops in that? Because by then we'll all be familiar with Moon Knight.
0: I mean, what if um, the Werewolf by Night special? And the reason it's just like a special is because it's bringing together like Blade and Moon Knight and like Black Knight. Like what if we bring everybody together in that Werewolf by Night
1: special? Is that this year or is that next year?
0: That's this year. They're filming it right now. But I don't know if they hire Michael Giacchino to direct (laughs) the first gathering of like the supernatural Marvel universe, you know? And I don't
1: don't think Blade's going to get introduced in a Halloween special. That kind of feels a bit... I mean, he belongs in a Halloween special. I just don't know yeah. if that's the place you... I mean, I suppose it would be the equivalent of like Boba Fett, right? Getting introduced oh. in the holiday special. Like, I don't think that's the vibe you really want for a badass Why did you... vampire Why'd hunter.
0: Up... Why'd you have to bring up Boba Fett, dude? That's right. <laughs> I was having a good time. I was enjoying <laughs> Moon Knight. I've seen this episode three times, and you brought up Boba twice. Fett. Boba Fett. And you want not <laughs> only Boba Fett because while the book of Boba Fett wasn't my favorite thing, I actually didn't, really didn't like it. Uh, it. It was at least decently made. Um, uh, you also brought up the holiday special.
1: Yeah, I mean that animation invoked, was pretty slick for its time.
0: You invoked the Star Wars holiday special. That's like saying Macbeth on a stage.
1: This is why I just don't think they're gonna do Blade like that. I think they (laughs) Blade really beloved character. Dude, Moon Knight beats the shit out of Boba
0: Fett, right? Moon Knight absolutely destroys Boba Fett. Um, Boba Fett.
1: If I if I'm comparing Episode One of Moon Knight to Episode One of Boba Fett, then it's a far more interesting show. There's actually a mystery (laughs) and like a plot that they've set up.
0: Oh, I thought I meant like a fist fight.
1: Oh, you want to talk about an actual fist fight? Like, um, if they're
0: fighting, I think Moon Knight beats the shit out of... I'm talking Book of Boba Fett, Boba Fett. I'm talking about old man Boba Fett, not like Boba Fett in his prime or whatever. I don't know, man.
1: Comics. He's got, like, the knee rockets, and he he's kicking a lot of ass in Mando and Boba Fett. Like, when he's That's in the true. show, doing the stuff. <laughs> when he's on he's the show. pretty good when he's in the show. <laughs> um, yeah, That's what and they're going to know- do. We don't know what Moon Knight can do yet
0: Episode 5 of Moon Knight Is going to be a Blade show I mean I would
1: Love it if more shows did that But not They need to know when to do that kind of stuff And I think Marvel has earned Being able to do that It did kind of feel very out of left field For for Boba Fett to do that Even though Boba Fett was reintroduced In Mando It just yeah, it just felt like we want to do this because we know we don't believe in the rest of the show that we have. So, have some grogu. Um,
0: Speaking of the rest of shows, though, yes, what do you want out of the rest of this show? What is like uh, this is like we're we're kind of rounding out episode one here. What is like your what what do you think is most likely going to happen, and what is your dream like? if they right. if they contacted you and were like dean here's the script for episode 1 write the script for episode 2 and like where we're going like what right. is your dream and what do you think they're doing
1: i feel like i don't know if you do this in episode 2 but i feel like we've got to get a whole episode that takes place like the origin we've got to get the flashback origin episode right mm-hmm. so we and presumably we that would start us off with a completely different character and we would see how the Stephen Grant personality evolves from whatever they go through as a mercenary, if it's Mark Specter, if it's like, you know, crappy childhood and then some traumatic um, backstabbing, getting left for dead experience that happens in Egypt when he finds the scarab thing, um, which I didn't even know that Moon Knight had a, like, like a scarab thing. I was like, "This is a blue, like blue beetle." <laughs> that's what I thought right of now.
0: too. That's what I thought of too. He, I was like, "He's
1: like that... sitting there doing that Leonardo DiCaprio." Me like, "You uh, motherfucker!" It, like
0: that's uh, that's uh uh the kid from Cobra Kai is pissed as hell right now.
1: He's like, "What?" Now everyone's gonna think that I've ripped off Moon Knight, you know. But yeah, so I want to see, I want to see an Origin episode. Or what would be cool is if that we got we got the stuff that we missed in this episode. If we get the we we get to see that from the other perspective of the other personality, oh, yeah. yeah. And then they could interject that stuff as like flashbacks in another episode, so we can get to see all the the action that we missed. You know, I don't know if they're gonna be bold enough to show them killing those people though, but um. There's, there's, some, there's some potential for, like, what you could do with this, with the chronology of it all, and, like, you know, how you could slowly fold it in together. It doesn't have to get Legion crazy. Yeah. But I kind of do get a hint of that vibe from this, and I would like to see them lean more into that. Um, But... Other than that, I I can't say because we don't have any pre-existing story with this villain because nobody really knows who the fuck it is.
0: Nobody really knows Um, Moon Knight. (laughs) So it's not like we could be like, here's the seminal Moonlight storyline that they're they're probably Okay, okay.
1: I'll tell you what I want to see. I want to see Stephen Grant find out that Mark Spector is like a millionaire in America and he's got this mansion with like the Batcave you know, or the moon cave, whatever it is. Cause he does have like, a, cause he does have these yeah. things in the comics. Yeah, Mark yeah. Spector has like a big house with an underground fucking lair with all the cool vehicles yeah. and stuff. I want to see Stephen Grant getting introduced into or reintroduced into his own life and finding out that he's got all this cool stuff. He gets to do trading places with himself.
0: <laughs> That's a good idea. I like it.
1: And I just think that would be a really cool way, you know, to kind of have all those cliche comic book-y things, but because you've unfolded them in such a different way, it would kind of just be people be like, oh, okay, one personality's rich and the other one's poor, so it's just fun to see, as opposed to if you could just start out with, oh, he's a rich guy in a cave with gadgets, you'd be like, oh, fuck that Batman rip-off, you know? <laughs> but if Batman doesn't know that he's Batman, <laughs> then it kind of makes us like, that could be me, you know, I could be bloody <laughs> the secret life is Batman and I don't even know it.
0: I don't, you don't even know it. I think, uh, I think I have no idea where this is going at this point. I feel, <laughs> I feel like I have no idea where they're going, but what I just want to see a struggle between personalities. I think that's what I would find interesting. Yeah. I want to see like kind of them fighting for control and. I think that would be a good storyline, have them fight for control and then come together and, like, you know, agree to do whatever. Yeah, and...
1: like I say, you've got the moral, like, you know, dilemma between, mm-hmm. like, well, watch Mark Spector. Is he still, like, in mercenary mode or is he already turned away from being a mercenary, but the country's driving him to be violent? Would, does Stephen Grant want to, like, does he want to access the Moon Knight thing? Would he want to use it? Or would he want to get rid of it? Would he want to try and use it for a good purpose? You know, it, there's a lot of, of Mark Spector's just like, you know what? You ain't got the cajones to get it done. I, You created me. I got to like lock even?
0: you up and I have to do this.
1: Yeah. Which one is the, which one is the prime personality? And, if the prime personality isn't a good personality, does that then make it okay for one of the other personalities to take control over the body and at least direct it into a slightly more wholesome way of dealing with your trauma? You know, and does that make it okay, or is it, you know, I am the shitty person? I should that should be my prime personality, even though I'm a piece of shit.
0: Well, we're gonna find Taking out. Get but... heavy. Unfortunately, for now, we have to wrap this up because I got to go watch a movie about a vampire that I hear is not very good. But it's been a while since I've seen a truly terrible movie. So I'm hoping that this is going to be it. I'm hoping that, like, I'm
1: excited to see it.
0: I got to reset my baseline. You know, after watching Suicide Squad back in 2016, I was like, now I remember. What bad movies are actually like. Because you know, we get so many good movies, you kind of forget that like really bad movies exist. I'm kind of hoping Morbius is gonna reset my baseline, but I'm about to go find out.
1: Uh Dean, why don't you go
0: ahead? Why don't you go ahead and tell people where they can find you online?
1: Oh, go and follow me on Twitter at Dean Lewis2099. Come and catch me here every week for the next six weeks talking about Moon Knight. Go and click on my channel at Dean Lewis on YouTube where there's a video. (laughs) <laughs> so, maybe there might be another video at some point.
0: Oh, there might be a second one, a sequel, if you will. Leave them wanting more. Leave them wanting more, exactly. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. And you guys can follow this YouTube channel on Twitter at Movie Blog Merc. Uh You guys can go to the Merc with Movie Blog podcast feed. Uh, I, I, You can do all sorts of great things with that Movie Blog Merc. They do great shows here. And. You guys can catch us next week at the same time uh, next Thursday, 6pm EST for episode 2 of Moon Knight. So we'll see you guys then.